sometimes you gotta stay in, in. Welcome to my house, baby, take control now. We can't even slow down. We don't have to go a while. Welcome to my house. Good morning, everybody. This is Pete with All Matters Cover Radio 97 through Atlanta in the great state. Uh, Seattle, all around the music sounds, Snohomish County, Pacific, Pierce, Thurston. Heck, we go all the way down to Oregon. But um, we got another, we got our old friend. You know, we've been doing this show for, shoot, going on 14 years. And I think uh, State Roofing has been with us almost since the beginning. We got Dave Martin back on the show again, my good buddy and friend out there from Monroe. It's good to see you again, man. Oh, good morning, Pete. Yeah, good, <laughs> good to see you. Too. Yeah, it's not well. You know, it's it's nice, Dave. It's like old home week because uh, you come back on. You've been with us so many years talking about uh, roofing and decking and all the different projects. You guys, I mean, what one thing I love about State, and I've talked about this before. When I had my construction company up there, I would call State to do roofing projects and things like that. They've been around for what fifty? How many years now? Uh, 52, 68, fifty-two, almost fifty-three. 52. Wow. So basically, I lost track. I mean, I, I know yeah. the last time we checked, it was 60,000, but you're, I know you're way beyond 60,000 projects. I mean, just, you know, guys, fair pricing, good warranties, excellent training. You know, these guys are our best of breed. I just can't. That's why they're on the show. And, and uh, they just do good work. And you cannot be around for 52 years unless you're doing something right. That's just the way. Yeah. You're right. Uh, we we definitely appreciate that and having people understand that we do it right. We got the same phone number since 1968, so we can't run. You're going to call us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we just want to do it right. Yeah, that's back to the rotary phone days, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's weird. You and I'm going to give my kids a rotary phone. Hey, yeah, exactly. Screw up one number, you got to go all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> uh, well, we're you know we're. Uh, the show is Aaron. We're in the summer season here now. And uh, I, I wanted to ask you kind of, cause I haven't talked to you. I think it was since last winter. It's been a while. Cause I know you've been so dang busy, but kind of what's going on with state over the last several months. And, and uh, worth I, I mean, the crazy thing about the cost and scheduling of supply of lumber materials has just gone nuts here. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a challenge to manage. That's uh, the easiest way I can put it um, because of the ups and downs uh, the labor force, uh, working through all that, um, yeah. we may be able to maintain a hundred employee workforce, uh, and still can't keep up and have to work. So it's about your systems and, uh, and your training system and you know, understand that, you know, we don't, we're not going to be everything to everybody, but we're going to be the best roofing, the best decking company we can to you. Yeah. Um, and that's having our own systems put in place, accountability. Uh, yeah, so how, how are you handling the shortage of employees? What are you guys doing there? Well, you know, it's kind of a unique opportunity because trying to find, if you're really good in this industry, you usually have your own company. That's just what it is. Um, And there are small, there's some really good roofing companies out there. They're just small and don't have the scale of 70 to a hundred jobs per month. Um, But if they go through our rigorous training of our installation methods, you know, we'll have specialized contractors and, you know, some of the work they're doing, and I, I love to say it is, you know, above or some of our own employees because they take more pride because they own it. So we're finding a little model to help relief and the clients get their roof in a timely fashion um, and stay roofing's way under our warranty. So it's been working out really well and helping spread out the, uh, 
local companies too. Yeah. From and that helps the, you know what? That helps the local economy. So good on you guys. Yeah. You guys we, we found the it work. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we've, we've teamed up with a couple of them um, that, uh, you know, the workmanship is just there and it's right along our, our, you know, they take more pride in their ownership because they own the company. Yeah. That's um, pretty cool. And so you're not yeah, only it worked out well. You're, you're not just vetting them, but you're, you're training them in your way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you've talked to Paul. He's our construction yeah. head. He, yeah. He's taken warehouse number one and actually made little training areas uh, for cool. flashings and flat roofings. And yeah. so we do those once a quarter. So it, it's been really, really proficient for training the guys to be able to make sure that, Hey, we're, we're putting our name behind this. We yeah. don't want it to leak. Exactly. Now, are you, doing doing that, that. are you doing that model with just to start with roofing or are you also doing that with decking as well? Uh, decking and roofing and everything we do. Okay. Um, there is a certain training, you know, if you hire someone, it's the old school of like, well, here's the materials, build me a box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just see how pro you see where you're at on your level. And it's, it's amazing. If you have the, if you really want to do it, though, you have the wherewithal. We we do want to train you our way. Okay. Well, which a big a- shout out to Paul. He hasn't been on the show in a while, but I'll tell you what: if if I was to be trained by anybody in the industry, I'd want to be trained by Paul. That guy knows his stuff. He's good. Yeah, yeah. he is uh, definitely one of the best. That's why he's I'm a nerd to when he comes him. to roofing and decking. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always joke. He's got OCD. The clients yeah. appreciate that, but but in the right direction. And I'm sure they exactly. they love that too. Well, so talk to me about, we're in this, uh, we're coming out of this pandemic, but I don't know, I've been to some of the big box stores lately and the cost of plywood has just gone through the roof, so to speak. Yeah. So how are you guys, I mean, it's not just the cost thing, but it's also supply. So how are you guys dealing with that? Yeah, that, I just had a couple of, uh, you know, I'm, I know a lot of roofing guys and small guys are calling me saying, hey, how are you approaching that? The same question is asked. Yeah, and it's really it's a tough one because with the clients, you just, you know, if we tear off your roof and we find rot, it has to be replaced. So it's almost like buying lobster at market price. You know, um, if you like, we try to anticipate through our inspection process. Hey, we think you're going to need 10 sheets on this. Let's let's put it in the price at today's pricing. We because of our volume, we purchase it. Uh, we try to pre-purchase uh, truckloads, and that's a hard thing to do. Um, but right. they, they try to almost <laughs> buying commodities, um, and just so there's no big surprises at the end. Um, but then you still can't avoid it sometimes when you tear off a roof. There's always surprises, um, and it's just clients just understand that. Well, that that's it's almost like well, that's what it is. It's COVID, you know, release, yeah. and it's, it's all supply and demand. Um, I've never seen it when you've Pete, been in the industry for a long time. It, yeah. it has been. Uh, the busiest, uh, most sustained growth I've ever seen in a That's awesome. uh, yeah. uh, year and a half, two years. Well, you guys are out um, on some of these projects. How many weeks are you guys out? You know, we try to keep it within the eight to 10, but, okay. you know, as communication is happening, we're hitting the 12. So, I mean, right now it's like, okay, we get on the schedule. Let's just get you on the schedule, get in our system. That way, yeah. when we come up to your time, it's going to be right at the prime to late roofing season and you want your roof installed now or your deck. I mean, some yeah. of the decks are, you know, it's funny because even some of the big decks, you got a small little deck, you can probably squeeze it in. I just had one, you know, with that only had a four week wait time because it was just a ground level seven, seven inch off the high 200 yeah. square foot deck. The clients wanted over the back patio. That, that, those are, those are three day projects. We yeah, can pop in between fast. other ones. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. 
Well, that's that's good to hear. And I know you guys, because of the volume of work you do on the, you can buy supply in bulk. That probably helps quite a bit where you can yeah, have access. Relationship with right? all the suppliers. Great yard, good size yard. You can, you can uh, mm-hmm. hold it in there as well. All right. Well, even working with the manufacturers and just picking your colors. Yeah. You know, getting the colors picked. And that's usually the black and the grays are really what's being produced right now. Um, once again, because the manufacturer chili has been shut down. Yeah. So it's been tough. I mean, well, a lot of you guys have even listened. If you ever gone to one of the big box stores, you'll know what we're talking about. And it's not just lumber, it's across the board. I was trying to go in there. I was uh, doing some uh, plumbing. I need some PVC and trying to find plumbing parts these days is ridiculous. You can't, it's just not there. You know, yeah. this is a big box store that's way bigger than, you know, even State Ruby. You know, they're, they're yeah. So, so it's good you guys have that supply um, and cost is what it is. Hopefully it'll go down in the future, but we don't know. You know, it's just yeah. where it's at now. So, yeah. all right, uh, let's move over. I, because we're in the summer season, we're certainly going to, we'll talk a little later in the show about roofing. Uh, and roofing, we're in the roofing season too. Weather's good. But um, but I do want to start with decks. So let, let's talk first. You know, I, I just, you know, we talked about this in the past, but it's always good to go through it again. But how do you, when someone is looking at maybe state versus another company, how do you select a good decking company? Dave, from your, from your standpoint. Yeah. You know, um, the first and foremost is, Hey, if you're looking for a good company, make sure they at least been in business 10 to 15 years under one license. That's the first rule of thumb. Um, okay. So then they can go through the ups and downs of economy and of a business. Yeah. And then the next is, is workmanship and, uh, and scope. One thing they found that with state riffing, having Paul and, and two full-time deck crews that go from Olympia to Bellingham, uh, you know, uh, that's what they focus on. They're in day in and day out. They're doing high quality work, the framing, the, the foundation, the leveling, the uh, sealing, the top caps of the pressure treated and laying, laying the product down at the right space, depending on the air temperature. Um, it really, it makes a difference if they're doing that day in and day out versus, you know, there are some good deck builders out there. There's a lot of guys in the back of the pickup truck. So yeah, I can build your deck yeah. and you know, they don't know, really know what they're doing. Um, so to, even to a point where we come in and help the guy that is the, the guy that likes to do it himself, but doesn't want to do all the demo demolition and the framing, yeah. well, we'll do the demo framing and just leave it. And he can, he can surf it if he, if he wants. Yeah. So it's kind of an all the cart service that, uh, I think there's a niche in the market, obviously. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And then, and, and speaking of what Dave said, you know, if you want to check out, you can check out state or any other company, if you go to LNI.com. WA.gov. You can see how long they've been in business. If there's any things against their license, you know how long they've had their license, all that stuff. It's uh, it's the best way to go. Um, they will give you yeah. the state gives you the truth on that. Yeah, it's a, you, know, you go to the company's website, it looks all good. Yeah, you go to the state, and they may have open lawsuits. It's just buyer beware. That's the yeah. best thing. Just check yeah. it out. Yep, check it out. It's check always it good. Out. There's so a lot of good guys. guys uh, do you do you have any like? Because I know last time we talked, we talked decking was maybe a year ago. You had some cool cool technology we're using. Do you still use any of that kind of stuff for deck work? Yeah, the you know we were talking. I think it was just coming online for us called a company yeah. cam. Yeah, uh, and as you more and more throughout the company you use it, it becomes a better tool. Where even for the client at the end of the project, you get a a thank you inspection package and then a link to a company cam, and it starts your whole photo library of from when we first met you at the, what the project looked like to the whole process yeah. to the end of the finished product. 
um, it's a really cool timeline for the clients to see and for us to have for our records. That's right. Um, and that technology clients are really loving it. Yeah. And that's really the thing is, you know, it, you pay a premium price, not the most, but yeah. you want to have the proper service and know that the work was done. And ha- a lot of times, Hey, the roof is done. You're not going <laughs> up there looking yeah. at it. Yeah. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle News, and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle News, and Seattle's Talk. I said the last segment, uh, we're talking to State Roofing. Dave Martin, he's been on the show many, many years. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you, there's two numbers. If you want to get all nostalgic on state, give them a call from their phone number they've had since 1968. It is area code 360-794-7164. That was from Humble Beginnings out there. Was it Monroe? Was that the original site? Yeah. Monroe. Yeah, that was the original site. And we, yeah. we still have the guy in the warehouse. We'll answer it. Might be a little older, but just be patient with him. Yeah. No, I I, I remember you know, <laughs> just talking years ago back in the day. You guys had you know you know you had you were doing shakes. You knew all the guys. My dad knew all the all the mills up and down the west coast when we did shake roofs. You know, obviously yeah. things have advanced in technology since then. But uh, you guys, you guys have seen all those changes, and and you've been progressive and you implemented. So you give that a call, yeah. or you can call them at eight uh, hundred roof roof. That's eight hundred roof roof, or go to stayroofing.com if you want to. Um, get the phone numbers there as well. So we're having a good discussion. Uh, we kind of touched on how to select a good decking company. Uh, Dave's given up some pointers. I want to get into now kind of deck estimating deck design with you, Dave. So uh, how do you, I guess, you know, when you guys come out, you, you still do, uh, you're sitting in your car here. I can see it. You're, you're about ready to go do an estimate. So that tells me you're still out in the field. You're still doing uh, estimates. Yeah, I think. I think the most exciting thing about working for state roofing is actually working with the clients. I mean, and I, I just can't get away from it. I, I don't want to be in an office managing, you know, projects. I, I like to manage projects, but being with the client and just, you know, when you're talking to deck, it, it's fun um, yeah. because it's something they like. You're talking about a roof. It's not so fun. They just go, I got to do a roof. Yeah. Um, but the deck well, you can't man, really stand on a roof and enjoy it, but you can stand on a deck and enjoy it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, you know, in the Northwest, we love our outdoor living. Yeah. Uh, the 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 two weeks we can get it, and uh, it's <laughs> hopefully longer than that. Yeah. But it's uh, you know, the I think the easiest ones are just replacing existing footprints. Um, you know, it's been dilapidated for twenty years, and they just want a new. They yeah. love the design. Um, and then there's the the really cool ones where you pretty much redesign their whole outdoor experience from yeah. their living room or from their kitchen or wherever their access point is. Um, and that's really cool to see the finished product of that. Cause it's, it's exciting. And, you know, so, you know, from the simple front entryway ones uh, to the, you know, full on 800 square feet in the whole, backyard. Yeah, yeah. Well, hi, so uh, with that, I mean, cause I know, you know, Paul and his crews handled the fit, you know, all of the, the tolerances and things, but you guys really are handling more of the form and function. So how do you mix what the client wants with what can be done in their backyard, so to speak? Yeah, that's, you know, that's always the case. Cause uh, you know, with the clients, a lot of times they have the big dream space, um, but we can shrink their dream space and still have a reality project of getting down to some nuts and bolts about what they expect uh, yeah. it's going to cost. 
um, because they start talking, well, I'd like, you know, in a thousand square foot custom deck with uh, aluminum rail. I'm like, yeah, okay. Six figures. I mean, that's, let's just get there. Um, oh, we thought it'd be $10,000. Well, maybe we'll do a nice 10 by 20 cedar deck, you know, with some, you know, fancy rail. Um, so getting there reality of, okay, what is, what is your budget? What do you want to accomplish? And how much time do you really spend out here? You know, if, if a lot of times the best rule of thumb is take the same footprint of your dining room and your kitchen and flipping it outside. Cause that's what you're using it for. Um, and that, that'll give people a good mind. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'd like another area for a hot tub. Okay. Let's keep adding on to that. Right. Um, so it's, that's the fun part because then they, they can kind of start opening up and they can start imagining and, uh, the yeah. drag is, you know, now they have to wait 12 to 14 weeks to get it. Yeah. Um, but it's just securing the materials, getting on mm -hmm. there and that whole design process, because not necessarily what we designed together too. Paul is going to take a second look at it and go, what are you guys thinking? It's going to be a lot nicer if we go this way. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, and both the client and I both, well, that's a good idea. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. And that'll be the final design process, yeah. um, which well, it, it's worked out really well. And when, so let's say you're out and you're doing the estimate for the deck. When does you, when does Paul enter the picture and does he do a complete drawing and how does he work with you and the, and the client? Yeah. Uh, he, he enters the picture as soon as you get into the system and you're what we call okay to order of deposits, you know, and all that. Um, and then it gets to his desk and then um, he does, does a secondary look. Uh, he looks on our company mm -hmm. cam and then he does his own drawing. Uh, based on what we need. If we have to get engineered, the clients mm -hmm. will know that. If we, you know, we don't get permits until we have engineered plans. And we work on some really neat ones. I mean, we're working on a Frank Lloyd house right now. We did the roof. Oh, now cool. we got to redo the deck. And, you know, there, there's some fun stuff about that house, but you scratch your head and you're like, they had a tree growing up through the roof. Um, you know, at the time wow. it was really cool, but yeah. you know, over 50 it's years. It's become a big problem. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it seemed kind of like a good like idea that. at the time, right? I'm sure the yeah, homeowner yeah. probably said that. It's like, well, it was a good idea. <laughs> now I have a tree growing. Through now we have a tree. You know, it's like falling well, waters. We got uh, a stream running right underneath the house, right? So. <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's really cool. But, um, but anyway, but, so we work with that, okay. doing a new deck for him, and trying to get back to that original <laughs> rail like. Those are the those that are fun. Yeah, yeah. But That's they take cool. longer. What, so from a standpoint, like. You have you go out and then how many sales guys do you guys have that go out and do estimates? We've got uh, we've got a crew of uh, ten of us. Wow! And uh, of that ten, uh, six of them have been with me over fifteen years. And then oh. another shout out to Philip; he's been with us twenty one years. Wow! Um, and you've been there how long? How long you've been? I, I, almost seventeen now. I'm coming up on wow. seventeen in July. July fifth. That's crazy. Really, July fifth. That's my sister's birthday. I will. I will remember that now because my sister Adrian. Yeah, that's her birthday. That's very cool. I'll remember. I'll remember it because my training was the day after Fourth of July, and I go, "Why did I agree to start on this?" <laughs> yeah, I should have another day off. What am I doing here? <laughs> In a hot office. Yeah. So basically, Dave, you or your sales guys? What? So. Who does who does the actual estimate? Because you're saying Paul gets it after there's the okay. So I'm yeah, the, the estimate's done. done. I mean, okay. the, the estimate's done. You're you're locked in on everything. The design is is 100 there, unless there's a major change. Mm -hmm. okay. um, but you know, we have everything 
after you do a hundred of something, you can price everything out from, you know, when I call it all a cart, you know, yeah, let's build a deck. All right. How high is it? Uh, how many linear feet do we have against the house? Yeah. How many lag bolts? Do I, uh, what is, how much square feet do I have to demo and haul away? So there's a uh, uh, Excel price list and I do it in front of the clients. We just work it together. Um, okay. You want to add you out your laptop with the Excel sheet and start pricing yeah. it out right there. Yeah. When, once we figure out the square feet and linear feet and how high mm-hmm. it is. Um, so, you know, you, you, we take a good, ha- you know, half hour to measure 45, depending on complexity, the whole process. If we're going from front to end, it's a two hour process or longer if they have a complicated deck, but usually you can get everything done within an hour and a half. I mean, so it, do you, it's really, guys, do you do like verbal visualization or do you actually draw sketches where you kind of show them sketches? It's actually, okay, so you know, exactly, yeah, uh, you cool. know exactly what you're getting. You get a diagram, a to scale drawing, uh, samples, colors, um, no ambiguity. You want to know what you're getting. Okay. Um, so all your, you and all your sales guys, you do the sketches and you draw all that stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. We got, we got our state roofing graph paper we have. That must be kind of all fun, though, to be able to draw all those things out, you know, and, and yeah. see people get excited, you know, that's cool. I yeah. always love that too. when I did the extra mic company. <clears throat> that's very fun. Yeah. And then you guys, um, so you handle all the permits, right? You're doing all of that. Yeah. You know, it, it's, that's a, uh, you know, different options, you know, if yeah. uh, depending on the level of the client and how the complexity of the deck, of course, yeah. um, uh, you know, believe it or not, a lot of replacement decks ground level really don't need a permit. You're in and out. Yeah. Um, what is it? When you start getting a blow or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any, anything over 10 feet, we're getting engineered and stamped. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, if it's over 10, if it is a, you know, eight foot hall deck, it's in Seattle. Um, you, you have options. You can do, uh, permitted by state roofing at time material, (laughs) which, you know, you're paying a guy to stand in line or you take Paul's designs and then you go down and get your own permit. And that, those are usually your options and clients usually opt for B we'll, we'll get our own permits. Um, and that way, that way they don't have to pay a guy 95, well, it's $125 an hour now based on, you know, time material. Yeah. We come back, we're going to get into walking the property, deck substructure, uh, joist railing, decking, all that kind of stuff with uh, Dave. Give him a call 360-794-7164 with that I beat. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is P with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. We're having a great discussion here. Uh, We're in the summer season. Things are warm. we are talking to Dave Martin, who has been with State Roofing now for 17 years. Started July 5th, yeah. he told us, last segment. So yeah. that's coming up. It's around the corner here, man. Before yeah, you know, I know. It's going to be July. Be, <laughs> we'll actually yeah. be in the good weather in Washington, which would be great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, that, yeah, it's, you know, still get up early drinking coffee and uh, uh-huh. looking at the beautiful day, ready to go out and get it done. No, that's awesome. Whether it's raining or uh, sunshine, it's good to interact with people. I always love that part of the work, too, is just uh, talking with customers that had a dream about a deck or getting their roof, you know, replaced. It's um, it's it's yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's unique when you get to that, especially that client that, you know, you have a product that they want, whether it be in the decking or they saw something that work we did. I have one of my uh, newer guys. He just 
he called me up the other day. He's in an appointment and they saw a roof down the road. And I'm like, well, what was it? It was, what was a red metal tile? I go, well, we, we do, we do those probably about five or 10 a year. Um, very high end, very complex. Um, but yeah, you know, it's the, the client, that's what they wanted. And that's what, the, that's what they got. And he's like, you know, he was like, that was the, one of the biggest sales I've ever had. And it was like, you know, really easy. And I'm like, well, it's because of state roofing. They wanted that product and they knew and it was a referral. People are like, I, I want the best. I'll pay for the best. And I think it has a little bit to do with you guys being around for 50 plus years too, because you're an established company. Yeah. If you're going to spend that kind of money on a high-end roof. We got to make sure it's, uh, you guys stand behind the the project. And if you didn't do well, you'd be out of business by now with how many roofs and uh, decks you've been Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I think, yeah. You guys have done a lot of work in the Seattle area. It's well, great. you know, you, you, you talk about that. We could talk about the mistakes we've made because there's been plenty. Oh, yeah. um, but that's why we have guys like Paul on staff to uh, kind of, you know, I don't, don't want to say bail us out, but just jump in there and say, yeah, we can fix that. We screwed it up. How long ago? 18 years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can fix it, but it's going to take this, this, and this, <laughs> and we'll do it. You know, that's the thing standing behind your own mistakes. Your work, yeah. Really, yeah, that's, that'll, that'll scare the That is huge. <clears throat> that is huge. And I think that's, that's true with every company because every company, if you're doing volume, you're going to you make mistakes here and there. It's what you do about them, right? That's the key. Thing, yeah. So. Yeah. It's, and that's just owning it. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's jump into some of this. So we talked about the kind of the deck design, the estimating. Um, now I want to get into this is kind of more, I know you can talk in your sleep about this, but this is kind of like Paul's domain. So, you know, a lot of properties, if you're going to do something simple where, yeah, it's just a flat, but you know, there's properties with, you know, different soils, slope elevation. What do you guys do or Paul does when he walks the property? What are the setback requirements and, and what do you, how do you deal with that for a client? Yeah. You know, we try to be up as the estimators, we try to be up on it. You know, I, I mentioned that Frank Lloyd, I, I did the original design but I was a foot over into the neighbor's easement. And then Paul came back and said, Oh, you're Dave was a foot over and, and made the corrections. Um, so we, we try to double check everything on that way um, where Paul is, we, you know, having that one, you know, spe- tip of the spear of handling all of that type, it yeah. really eliminates all, you know, and we try to be up on it, but everyone, Seattle's different than Bellevue and all the different you know, characteristics. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny when the cities really start jumping in. They're like, "What?" But I understand it too. Um, that's why Paul sometimes in those areas we love to get engineered stamps because even if uh, the client didn't get the permit and you get what we call red flagged in the industry, as soon as they see the engineered plans and that state roofing's doing it, they just pay the penalty and keep moving forward. Yeah. But uh, you just want to make sure everything's stamped by an engineer yeah. in those certain areas. And you guys, so uh, do you or Paul or somebody, I imagine, so for easements, you guys pull the plot maps on the property or how do you figure yeah. out? Okay. Paul figures that out. And then, you know, in the, the more work you do in different areas, the more you become, you know, known with the inspectors. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it's it's who you know a lot of times yep. and, and who, oh, yeah. who you're talking to. And, you know, yeah, have we had been red flagged, but then, you know, they're giggling, looking at not giggling, but wow, you guys really overbuilt this. So it looks good, you know, and <laughs> having that type of relationship with the yeah. inspectors really helps. 
Oh, it does. I remember back in the day when I was down in Olympia, I was building houses with my father. He knew all the inspectors. They come out, have a cup of coffee, kind of look around, go, "Yeah, it looks good," because they knew how we built. You know, it's yeah. just, you build it. You know, my dad always used to say, "Look, there's two ways that, that you build, Pete. You build it my way or the wrong way." So we're building it my yeah. way. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of the terrific approach too. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way you do it. That's the way you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and so it, it, it does help having that. Uh, it, you know, 50 years in business doing it yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so, it, 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 making sure we get the right permits too. Exactly. Now, I want to ask, so on, let's uh, you walk the property, soil slope elevation, on deck substructure, like when is a footing required or is it always required now or is it only required by jurisdiction? Uh, you know, that once again, you get into that, but most of foot, we do quote most of them footings. I would say okay. 90% 90% of them have footings. Um, unless I'm doing, you know, like I said, going over an old patio that's yeah. dropped two feet from it, you just will use the pier blocks. It's all right. level. And, right. um, but most of them are getting footings and we're digging a lot these days. And we got our little concrete mixers out there. You know, we were even thinking of maybe we should just get a concrete truck, <laughs> but no, we're doing a lot of hand mixing out there. Okay. And then do you guys, do you use like, uh, for, for, uh, Post base, do you use like a Simpson strong tie and adjustable yeah. base? Or how do you guys approach? And why is that? Why is that preferable? Or why is that the right way to do it? Well, Paul's going to meet. Uh, he's putting. He's strapping everything. Uh, no wood is touching the ground, um, and it's going to be all tied into the house. And that's all up, you know. And those things change faster than sometimes we can keep up on the uh, estimator side. Yeah. Um, but uh, Paul. Paul does a good thing every quarter or whatever things change. He does a little video training and sends it out to every guy within the company. And I think we should probably have his own YouTube channel that we can refer people to. Um, but it, yeah. it, it really does just clarify things and keeps it simple and, and teaches us how to sell properly. Yeah. You guys could be this old company. <laughs> I, I think we could, you know. You've been around long enough. Just have Paul be on there talking about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty cool. Now I want to. That leads me into. So um, you talked about kind of the the footing requirements. Um, what about? And I want to get into ledger boards and stuff. But now you know, big deal with shear and earthquake, and that's all come up over the years. So how do you guys handle that? What are the code requirements for that? And what do you do in deck design? Yeah, I mean, if you're get, if you're going into that, uh, you're you're definitely going to have that be engineered exactly how how they want that strapped. But mainly, you know, you think back in the old day, you book out a deck, they just laid the laid the stringers along on the yeah. post and just left them there, maybe toenailed it in. Yeah. Um, you're gonna see on any of our decks, um, you're gonna see everything's everything's strapped um and, and and properly fastened. So there is no shake in Paul's decks. Um that's really what you know, when you stand on it, you go, wow. You know, you can feel a difference. So he's using like v, v bracing and strapping, and yeah, you guys. I mean, you exactly. Guys, it sounds like you're big believers in Simpson products, right? You got with yeah. the different. They have a lot of really good strapping and yeah tie-ins. Yeah, good stuff. It's all galvanized too, so it's great for Pacific Northwest <laughs> with all the. Rain. Yeah, no, I mean, we have options. You can do all the stainless steel fasteners and everything. Yeah. You know, and then it depends. Are you, are you, are we on salt water? Are we on the water? Where are we at? You know, so. You know, we learn what fasteners are going to work best for you. Yep. You know, if you like the concealed fastener, everyone loves a concealed fastener. Um, but if you have long boards, they do walk a little bit on the butt end. So you want to be aware of that. You know, yep. And if you have any service, you have to go back to board one 
to go service board 27. Yeah. You got to take it all apart. Off. Yep. <laughs> go back. So, you know, it, it, there's you know, those, those things. And then if you're installing it in the middle of summer, you got to use the proper spacing and the, you know, the manufacturers have the tools, but you got to know to use the tools instead of just button them up closer than in the, you know, through expansion contraction, they don't have the right spacing. And you're talking so, about the deck surface. So typically what yeah. the manufacturer, what is this like generalized spacing range? What, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, they, they're going to, they're going to vary depending on the time of year installing. And they have these okay. cool little uh, triangle spacers and they have them for the different times of year. So just depending so, on the season, you just use Whichever in the truck. Use the okay. use the tool and the temperature, yeah. and there you go. That's um, and and that that just eliminates that way you get the manufacturer's warranty. We really love yeah. TimberTech. It's been one of the partners we've worked with in the last fifteen why, why years. Do you, why do you like TimberTech over all the other composites? Well, they, they're they're most consistent. I would say, okay. you know, you you get your favorite manufacturers based on the learning curve of the whole industry. I mean, mm-hmm. composites decks have been around for a while, but they've also had their their fa- failures you know yeah. they, they've come apart you know everyone thinks oh a composite deck let's talk treks well that's kind of like oh i would like a tissue no i want a kleenex they did such a good job marketing that everyone thinks treks timber tech came out after them um, and just tightened up all the quality in in our opinion and uh, we love their warranty everything's cap stock now where you know you don't have the fade issues anymore well, you just uh, brought up something i wanted to ask you about and because i know i mean you're talking because you've done this so much it's like you talk yeah. to you say but you, let's talk about what is a cap composite deck for because you just talk about cap stock what is that so you, <laughs> yeah you sometimes you get talking so much well, yeah, you, I, you, you do it. yeah i've done yeah. this for how long no um a composite is basically it's two components it's a wood and a plastic fiber ground up and put together and through a play-doh fun factory and you got a composite deck the cap stock is putting basically a a shell around that to Mm -hmm. cap it to protect it with uh, so that wood doesn't uh, disintegrate in the mixture and that's what happened they didn't have the cap stock in the past and then they started falling apart but now today's composites all of them are pretty good i'm not going to pick on any i mean i just yeah. like our favorites of timber tech yeah. um, because of our relationship meaning they've covered labor when they shouldn't when they didn't have to on some of the recalls yeah. and everyone's going to have a recall um but the cap stock now they take that core that 50 50 wood plastic mix mm-hmm. and they put a cap stock on it and you get a 30-year fade guarantee I mean, awesome. it, the only the only thing you really get on it is that green algae in the northwest, which you, you got to wash off. Yeah, we wash back, off. Uh, and you're good yeah. to go. We come back. We're going to continue our discussion with uh, finish up the deck, and we're going to roofing uh, with Dave Martin of Stay Roofing. Without I'm Pete. This is All Matters Car Radio, ninety seven three FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. This is Pete with All Matters Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle News. And Seattle's talk around a great discussion here. It's that time of the year. Actually, for decks. You know, the Pacific Northwest, it's uh, it's nice to be able to have an outdoor space. Um, so Dave Martin and Stay Roofing, how long, how many years you guys have been doing decks now? I know it's been you know, I think it's six, 16 years, 16. almost okay. 18, so almost 16 to 18. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Paul, Paul and I probably started just about the same time. Okay. And uh, he, he's the reason we actually started doing decks because 
you know, you find a custom home builder is looking for a job. Yeah. And in roofing, we're always come across something we have to rebuild or something yeah. we broke. Um, so at that point, we said, hey, well, let's let's do decks. And uh, that was I a learning imagine. curve the first year. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> but well, hey, we sat a lot of decks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Had good. everything priced strong. The first first year of people getting decks, they just they were getting a heck of a deal. We were losing our rear end. Yeah. But you figure you figure it out, and you know once you do a hundred of something, Paul will be able to come up a list and say, "Hey, it's going to take that guy six hours to do it, and this much to dispose of it, and then whatever." And then now you have a formula. Yeah, that's very cool. Hey, one thing I, I do want to go back to some of the decking material types, and you, you talked about uh, you know cap composite very very well. Um, but before we do that, you know one of the key components that we kind of glossed over a little bit is is uh, you know ledger board and joist structure, the substructure. So can you explain yeah. to people what a ledger board is and how you attach it and flash it and why that's important? Well, it, it's it's really uh, you know you can have two types of decks. One's just a full freestanding deck where it's not attached to anything, and and that's going to require quite a few extra footings. Right. Um, majority of your decks in the Northwest are attached to the seal plate of the house. And that's where you're going to have a ledger board and the flashings. Uh, the flashings, the key is you want to make sure it goes up underneath the siding and back over the top of the, uh, of the pressure treated wood right. and everything's going to be lag bolted and, and locked into the seal plate of the house. And that's where you're getting a lot of your strength. And yeah. then you hang your stringers out to your, you know, framing boards. Yeah. Now, do you get, um, I know back in the day, and I'm sure, you know, you did the same thing back in the day. We used to, used to just nail those darn ledger boards. It was nails. <laughs> but I know nowadays they have the lag bolts. But do you have to, with a, with an expansion contraction temperature, do those lag bolts, do they stick in there? Has there been any new technology? Yeah, there's some newer ones that go in and through the whole thing and have a, uh, um, I, lack of word, I'm drawing a blank, a, almost a spring in the back that holds it into the seal plate. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Because so I, I know there's been a problem in the past where you get temperature and cooling in and they back out a little bit. You got to be careful. Yeah. 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 Okay. But I, I know for, as it relates to like your railing and things, you guys are doing carriage bolt, right? All the way through or uh, all the way through. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of old <laughs> deck builders, they take the four by four post and at the bottom, they, they cut it in half, then they lag bolt it in. Yeah. Well, you just took half the strength of that four by four post by cutting it in half. Yeah. It's got to be reset within the deck and boxed in into the framing for proper installation. Um, and then a lot of times we're, we're partnering up with the KDL aluminum rails and we have the manufacturer come out and do the surface mount uh, powder coated yeah. aluminum rails. Um, that way you're manufactured installed still understate roofing's umbrella. Um, right. but that, that the rail is so important. And if you know, you want a high end powder coated aluminum commercial grade rail, that's going to be your best bet. Um, and I, we love installing those or cable rails. Those are beautiful. They're just really, they're high end and expensive, but they really just so finish off that deck. Plus, yeah. especially they're safe. Well, whatever, whichever way it is. I mean, if you have a lot of people leaning on that thing, like a party, you do not want that. <laughs> the people yeah, to go with you, it. That's a huge liability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a nice thing about our wood rails that we build, you know, if you're doing a composite deck, you can do a, a nice wood rail with a composite top. So now you got, yeah. you know, kind of a, a drink shelf or a, you know, a little party shelf there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you don't have to maintain. And the only wood is the pickets. Yeah. So there's, there's quite a few different designs we can do based on what you want to spend. Really. 
Rails can go cool. crazy. So, you know, obviously there's different types of decking materials. We talked about composites. I know you guys like TimberTech. The cap composite is a, is a great product nowadays. So, I mean, it's virtually yeah. <laughs> it's bomb. And they have the... They have the full composites like the Azac. That's a hundred percent plastic, yeah. and that's on the higher end. Um, you're really getting some really nice colors, tones, textures. Yeah. Um, and then we do five quarter okay. by four cedar. We okay. do cedar you too. Still doing the cedar? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll do a gun gun nailed cedar for a lot of clients. They just want a new deck. They love the look of cedar. They don't mind staining it. It's actually a good you just product. You've got to keep it, it up last. every year. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it, every year it turns into every fifth year usually, but that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. I, well, you know, that's the, the thing. It's like in bathrooms, no one ever seals their grout. Well, now we have new grouts. That Just like we have new composite decking because people never took yeah. care of the stuff, right? So yeah. totally get it. Do you guys, are you doing any aluminum um, as far as uh, decking materials? No, I haven't got in getting into that at all. We've gotten okay. into, uh, you know, we do we do floating decks. Uh, <laughs> part of a, a niche you get into, especially in the Seattle area, you have a lot of these rooftop decks, um, and people are really putting, you know, in the older houses, <laughs> subpar material, and they're just laying a framing on top of it, and you get puddling water, and it yeah. rots from inside out. Um, you really got to approach those projects as a roofer first, and yeah. you put a. 80 mil PVC glue down. Um, and then you do a composite floating uh, tapered system for the framing. And then you can put any surface you want. Um, that's, you know, we've getting, we probably do about, I don't know, 15, 20 of those a year. It's just a little, again, a little niche where they're a little more expensive to do, but you're not just doing a deck project. You're also doing a roof project with it because you approach it in two different ways. Okay. Where the, the problem in the Northwest is you, you have a decker trying to put a rooftop deck on top of something. You got to waterproof it first. And yep. uh, a lot of time deckers don't know how to do that. You're going to have a lot of problem if you don't. <laughs> down yeah. the road. Which, one last we get, the, we get the phone call. Yes, exactly. You'll get the phone call. You will. Uh, what last thing in joist structure, are you guys still using uh, like uh, joist, ceiling on tops with like the bicor and things you guys seal the joist yeah. tops or what do yeah, you Yeah, well, once again, it is an all cart thing. Um okay. if, you know, that client I always recommend it. And so, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh, well, it's a little too expensive. Well, we can take this off, but you you know what you're getting, you know? Yeah. Um because once again, it's what the client really wants and yeah. how what they want. There's certain things we won't compromise on. Um, but the, you know, if you want the metal flashing on top, or if you want us to seal it, we will. Um, but a standard one is, you know, you, we give every deck we have as a five-year workmanship warranty that we'll guarantee. Wow. That's nice. That's very good. Okay. Let's jump over. we got a couple more minutes here. I want to talk about roofing. Um, just like you're doing things to proof it up for Pacific Northwest living for decking. How do you roof for the Pacific Northwest? What, how is it different, and what do you guys do at state? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it, it's kind of like playing dodgeball with the weather <laughs> because you're, you're it's all about the tear off day and the underlayments you use. Um, as you're watching the Doppler and the radar, you know you're saying, okay, I've got you know you look at the size of your roof. Obviously, in the summer we get longer days, in the winter it's shorter. So it's a whole game plan, but the biggest day we throw the most labor as a tear off. You got everything torn off because that's tearing your roof off and then using high performance underlayment that are Miami Dade County certified 
wow. they're all button cap button cap down. So there's no staples. So nothing can blow off. Okay. Um, and once that's all sealed, that crew will leave that day and everything's sealed in. Mm-hmm. And that's the key because it's the, the first day of getting that roof torn off and sealed in and make yeah. sure we don't have any and you, weather coming in. Northwest, I thought I heard you say off air, you guys do a double underlayment or is it? A yeah. Uh, a lot of time, you know, depending on the pitch of the roof, but yeah. um, majority of our projects, we're doing a double underlayment with an ice and water shield and all the penetrations right. and right. valleys, and then a high performance underlayment on top of that. That way you're secured in a Northwest weatherization system. Yeah, that's great. And you're still doing metal, Euroshake, Composite yep. roofing, all this stuff. All this stuff. Metal, Euro shares, composites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we like to do the high-end ones, absolutely, because yeah. we have our specialty crews that actually just, that's all they do. We I have, love uh, metal groups. I think they're the best way to go. But um, yep. anyway, Dave, we're running out of time. It was great to talk with you again. It's like old home. Nice talking with you, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Dave absolutely. Martin, uh, check them out, Stay Roving, stayroving.com. Give them a call, 360-794-7164. Phone number six, 1968 or 800-ROOF-ROOF. Without a beat, roof, roof. <laughs> Without a beat, this is all matter. Car Radio is 97.3 FM. See you. And Seattle. Well.